You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. So thrilled to share today's episode with you as I've been a long-term shopper. I'm talking with the mother-daughter duo behind Southern Hospitality Co. We talk all about how the brand started from a love of entertaining and began with stationery and grew to what it is today, a full lifestyle online shop with home decor, party pieces, and of course, paper goods. Before we dive in though, I want to remind you to shop the Preppy Podcast merchandise on thepreppypodcast.com. We've got hats, shirts, tumblers, and a lot of fun products launching this spring. And don't forget to follow along at The Preppy Podcast on social media. All right, ladies. So why don't you tell everyone who you are, where you live, and what you do? Hey, I'm Ashlyn Walters, and this is my mom, Julie Peterson. Hey. Everybody calls me JP. Um, yeah, so that's a, <laughs> that's one of the things we go through, so I don't call her mom in public settings. We call her JP. <laughs> Um, We're a mother-daughter duo. Um, We have a web-based retail business called Southern Hospitality Company. We're based out of Ackworth, Georgia, which is a suburb of Atlanta. Um, We we specialize in stationery, decorative accessories, hostess gifts, and sarcasm, um, (laughs) as you'll be able to tell after talking with us for a little while. Um, And we've been in business together for about five years, which um, now that I'm thinking about it, JP, our anniversary is coming up and isn't year five the year of the diamond? (laughs) (laughs) Every year is the year of the diamond. Yeah, tell my husband that. (laughs) Right. I love that. That is so fun. You guys seem so fun to hang out with. Um, Next time I go down for market, since you guys are right by Atlanta, we'll have to get together in person. Oh, that'd be great. We would love to, to bond over a cocktail. That's where we thrive. Yes, same. (laughs) You guys are my kind of girls. Oh my gosh. Now, what did each of you study, I guess, and where? And, you know, then we'll talk a little bit about if it has anything to do with what you do today. But um, if one of you wants to start. Um, Okay, this is Julie, JP. Um, I studied um, interior design and art and art history at Texas Christian University in Forward, Texas. yeah. Ashton, what did you do? I um, went to Ole Miss and I got a degree in integrated marketing communications and I have specializations in public relations, media sales, and event management. All right. So now did you end up having your career then in what you studied or what was your first career then once you graduated and had your degree? Oh, okay. So once I graduated from in Fort Worth, Texas, I moved back to Chicago I met my husband and then moved to Atlanta where he was living. So tried to get into a design and interior design. Didn't pan out very well because I had no experience. Um, So I ended up working at an antique store in Buckhead, which was, yeah, it was great. I got to learn a lot about a variety of antiques, but most of the stuff was imported from France and Italy. So that was very cool. Um, And then I moved on to the Merchandise Mart where I worked in wholesale, which was nice 
because I got that side of the business. I got to experience Uh that side of the business and loved it down there. I did some showroom management, which was fun and then started having babies. And then when I started having babies, I quit getting (laughs) working, being paid, (laughs) being paid to work. Let me rephrase that. Um, (laughs) Since, since raising kids was a lot harder than working. Um, so raised my kids and then sort of started a little stationary business on the side where I just did invitations and stationary gift tags, you know, that kind of paper product stuff for people in the neighborhood or the elementary school, you know, just whatever, just a little fun money on the side and, um, did some event planning, did, uh, like table decor, table decorations, Um, you know, did some parties for people and just, you know, just fun, mostly friends, but, um, you know, basically did that sort of stuff while the kids were young. Um, and then when the kids went, were out of college, I, um, went back and started working at an interior design store, still having my little stationary business. So basically I've always done something somewhat creative, right. And either, you know, some sort of design aspect. And then Ashlyn. And when I was in college, I worked for university events department and I helped put on a bunch of social events, um, chancellor events, donors, athletic events. Um, and that was a that was a great opportunity for experience. Yeah. And when I graduated, um, I went and worked for a resort in North Georgia and I was an executive meetings manager. And so I put on corporate events. Um, so, you know, say a big company would come in, they want to have a meeting for their executive um, team. And I would host everything from lodging to their board meetings, all of the activities in between. Um, and I worked there until we started Sohoco, which that's what we call it. Sohoco. It's a lot easier than saying Southern Hospitality Company. Just, just if you hear us reference that. Definitely. Oh my gosh. Well, so it sounds like sort of what you guys studied and what you did career-wise, I'm sure helped you with what you do today. Like it sounds like, you know, buying and um, events and paper goods and interior design. I mean, that's, it's so funny when I always hear everyone's journey because, you know, I'm sure when you were doing those things, you didn't think about where you'd be today, but each of those little pieces fit together like a puzzle. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So now let's talk about you starting Southern Hospitality Co. Why did you decide to do that? Like what were some of the first steps? Like what was the inspiration? Oh, well, um, so we have been in business Almost five years, but I, I would say that our company started <laughs> decades ago. That is so that's, <laughs> yeah. so, that's so true. I mean, I would say, yes, officially five years, but right. as far back as I can remember, JP has been a creative dynamic duo of mine. We, I mean, we've been <laughs> together from the start, you know, most of my, my childhood memories involve her throwing the neighborhood themed parties, mm-hmm. um, doing some sort of craft with us. Um, I remember my third grade birthday party she put out our ping pong table and everyone was able to make their own sets of stationery. She put out die cut machines, (laughs) construction paper, the, the good, um, permanent markers, you know, the kind that I wasn't allowed to touch. (laughs) She put those out and And it was stickers and the stickers and everyone was able to make their own stationery set in my third grade, um, birthday party, which was, I mean, that was so funny that yeah, everybody else is going to Chuck E. Cheese and you're, <laughs> you're making station. Everyone, let's pla- practice etiquette. This is your cotillion <laughs> class over at JP's house. Um, oh and then as I grew older, 
school projects became very prevalent for the both of us. You know, JP always made it, um, you know, parents were very involved in, uh-huh. in school and a lot of p- parents take over their kids' projects, but she wanted I to- did not. She did not, even <laughs> though it was, everything we did was a work of art. You know, she taught us how to use our creativity and to um, make learning fun. And yeah. I, I remember in, in fifth grade, we went on an overnight weekend trip to Driftwood in Georgia and she chaperoned and part of the project or associated with the trip was making a scrapbook at the end and putting all of your memories in there and you know uh-huh. trying to explain what you did. Well, I'm pretty sure that that scrapbook that we made is probably now under glass at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. I mean, oh there was there. I mean, if I could have gotten, you know, it was pretty. It was really, it was yeah, a beautiful. A five hundred score. It on was it, really I pretty. No, it's packed away. It's packed away in a box that I'm going to give to you one day, and you can, you can that, have your children look through it very carefully. But um, but yes. you name it. Right, exactly. We did it together, and um, she built and designed the sets for my school plays. Um, she painted real life lemonade stands and candy stands with us to play with. Yeah. I mean, this woman does it all Stop. and makes everything look so completely effortless. Stop. <laughs> I love that. I love how close you guys are, and that you know you have this business together. Because I'm very close. I'm an only child, so I'm very close with my parents. And nice. you know, same awesome. situation. They've always been. Um, whenever I have events for work, they're the ones schlepping like the yes, furniture for exactly. client projects with me and, exactly. and, you know, up at nine, nine at night, painting things for client events with me. Like I, I love that close relationship Absolutely. that you guys have and um, the fun it's, that it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, it's too. nice. And then as she, as Ashlyn grew older and she became more creative and she kind of came into her own, I would say. Um, she really started helping me with events. Um, you know, I used to decorate for, for our mitzvahs and she would be there helping me blow up, you know, we'd bring in a helium tank and she'd help me blow up <laughs> balloons and we'd be making these huge balloon arches. And, you know, we painted light up signs that, you know, were like eight by 10. They were gargantuan. Um, yeah. So we did a lot of those. She was very helpful with all of those events. And then she was really involved in school in high school, like student government president. And she was a yearbook editor. Um, and I worked, um, on the PTA and our foundation at the high school. So a lot of our events coordinated, you know, the, the, the parents were helping the kids, you know, you were working together. So we were able to do a lot of projects together at the high school, which was really, it was fun. It was, it kept me young. Um, JP knew though, that as if I was elected with a different role, that she was also taking on the responsibility (laughs) of whatever title I was holding. It was like, congratulations, mom. We are vice president of event planning (laughs) and I can't wait to see what we come up with. (laughs) But it was so fun. I mean, it was really great. It was great to be involved. Um, I got to know all of her friends, you know, keep, keeping track on her friends, all her friends, <laughs> making sure she was hanging out with the right crowd. Um, and then when she went to college, she was the um, the vice president of what was event it planning, of event yeah. planning for her sorority. And I was able to do like the invitations for all their sorority events. And then we would come in town, uh, my husband and I, for like parents weekend. And I'd be bringing <laughs> like all of the tablecloths and the table, like my back of my car would be filled with, you know, <laughs> dozens and dozens and dozens of sunflowers. And we would do all of the table decorations together and stuff. So that was really fun that we were, that I was able to be involved still in her college and we were still working on events together. Right. Um, it, yeah, it was, 
the mid it was a good time. time. <laughs> but then, so, when I graduated from college, I went and took that job at the corporate um, the corporate event planning at the um, resort. And I was working 50 hours a week um, uh-huh. plus, yeah. and it was a very taxing job. It was not very creatively fulfilling. Okay. And so one day over a cocktail or two, um, <laughs> we discussed how we both could be more, like involve more creativity in our lives okay. um, since that, since that need wasn't being met for us. So we decided- It wasn't being met for you. Yeah, for, it wasn't being met for me. She was still working for <laughs> yes. an interior design company at the time. So she, you know, she was doing some- some good things there, yeah. some fun things. But so we decided to start a little Etsy shop and oh, um, yeah. uh, created social media accounts to showcase some of our past work, showing some of the bat mitzvahs, some, showing some sorority events, tablescapes on social media. And slowly we started to you know, gain a little bit of a following. And um, what we did was we said, okay, let's start this company. We, you know, we were like, what do we, what do we want it to be about? You know, what, uh-huh. what can we... Um, what do we what want can we to do? Yeah, what can, we, what can we do? We had her stationary business on the side. So um, we each put $100 in of our own money um, oh and we gosh. started Soboho. Yes. Um, we wanted to be completely debt-free. We didn't want to owe anybody anything. Yeah. Um, so we just had $200 with our company. And we <laughs> basically for, I mean, for like eight months to a year, didn't take a paycheck. Yeah, it was a, it was um, a long time. We just consistently put our money back into the company. I know our husbands uh-huh. were like, anytime you want to pay yourself, <laughs> that would be great. Um, but we would go get our nails done as like a little treat. As our paycheck. As our paycheck. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we decided to start this little shop. And at the beginning, we had about four or five listings. And I don't know if you remember this, but like one of the listings we had, it was like a cupcake toothpick topper. Yeah, like the a, cupcake topper. Cupcake yeah. topper. And we were, you know, it took like probably 30 minutes to make a set of 12 of them. And we were going to sell them for like $8. Yeah. And we were just oh like, please, gosh. anybody buy from us. We prayed so hard for we our did. first sale. Yep. And um, this one day, this lady messages us and she says, you know, we have, I have an idea. I want some melamine plates. So we're so excited. We're hooked on this lady. And we start to custom designing this set of plates for her. Yep. Do you remember this? Oh yeah. And um, we're so excited. Like she gets, a, she's wanting a set of twelve plates, and we find out that she's in the UK, and the cost <laughs> of shipping is oh double God. the product cost. So literally, we, no we sale. lost our first yes. sale. Yes. <laughs> All of courting this lady. <laughs> yes, exactly. Courting this lady. You know, trying to get the sale. We were so excited about it. And then like, just like that, poof, it was, you know, it was not <laughs> happening. Yeah. So we learned oh my that, gosh. that not to, you know, yeah, don't not, put the cart before the exactly. horse. But. Um, but so we eventually got our first sale and most yeah. of the items we were selling at the beginning were stationary or gift tags or other okay. paper products. Um, and calendars, we would, calendars, invitations. Yeah. And we would, um, in all of our orders, we wrote handwritten notes to everyone that came through our shop. Yeah. Um, and we just let them know that we were praying over them, that we love them, that we just hope that our products bless them and their family and whoever they're giving the product to. Um, and that was the most important thing to us is that our, you know, our customers really feel that Southern hospitality, that they right. feel the love from us and just know that it comes from a good place, that we're not trying to make, just make a sale. We just want to, we want to bless the lives of the people that we come in contact with. You don't write no, we I know, don't we, write thank you notes anymore. We wish we could, but there's just, I mean, thank the Lord, there's so many orders, but yeah, I think we stopped that, you know. Yeah, it was about a year ago yeah, we had to cut it yeah. off because it was just, uh, it was just becoming too much. Well, yeah. so 
the the story. So we, I would come home after an 11 hour work day and we would do any orders that we got in during the day. Right. And, um, we were doing orders well into the night. And I remember we still, we talk about it because it's like, it's like Christmas PTSD to us. <laughs> um, we remember staying up until like 3 a.m. Um, the first Christmas with Gilmore Girls playing in the background. Yep, nonstop. Three, Netflix yeah, asking us, yeah. are you sure you want to continue? Yeah, we're well, sure. Yes. We want to still watch season one through seven. Thank right. you. Um, and we stayed up and yeah. we did orders all through the night. Um, so by the time spring rolled around, we kind of had to make a choice, you know, are we going to continue having to balance this side hustle that we're doing, you know, and corporate life. And Uh we decided, thankfully our husbands were so okay with this. Mm -hmm. They said, take the leap girls, you know, like this is, and that was so huge for us. Just having that support from them to say, we got you, you know, like we believe in Mm -hmm. you go conquer this. We know that you're going to make it. You're not going to just run it into the ground. We believe in you. And so we did, we, um, we took the leap of faith and we started the company and like we quit our jobs, we quit our jobs. Yeah. We quit our jobs and started this. doing yeah. it full time. Um, working out of my house. Yes. Yep. Working out of JP's house. And every time, you know, one of my brothers would move out, we would take over another room yep. of storage. <laughs> it was, um, I mean, it was yeah. to the point where pretty much the whole upstairs was all of our Soho house stuff, um, paper and boxes and all that yeah, stuff. It got, so, pretty, it got yeah. pretty wild. And yeah. the dogs oh, running everywhere. Both yes. of our dogs, um, you know, they're, sorry if you ever receive a package from us that has some dog fur in it. I mean, I promise we meant it with love. We do. The dogs come to, we have four dogs at the office with us every day. So they, Aww. they bring, yes, they bring us joy. So, so um, our biggest move though, was in this past year, 2020, uh-huh. um, after three years of continued growth, we decided we needed to make some big changes. So we moved away from Etsy and I built a website for us. Yes. By this child has never done anything website related oh I mean, my gosh, in terms yes. of building. Yes. And she built the whole website. Like, wow. Re- oh yeah. Researched, you know, watched YouTube videos, stuff like that, just to get the website up and going. And it's, uh, it's something to be very, we're Thank very you. proud of it. It's, be, it's, yeah. really, it's very, I would have had beautiful. no idea. It looks gorgeous. And it's easy to use. She would and... ask me um, what she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm on the dark web right now. <laughs> Yeah, she's always like, I don't know exactly what I'm doing. I think I'm on the dark web. I'm good. trying to figure out how to write this. I'm code. trying to crypt some things. I don't know. <laughs> but, so that, in addition, in addition to the, so the um, website, we had to move out of Julie's house. Yeah. Um, we okay. had we were like, okay, we're at this point where we need to allow her to live her life and not <laughs> and have boxes. Not like have there boxes. was every, everything was in my dining room and, you know, my foyer oh my and stuff. Oh yeah. It was crazy. You know, when if I ever had any friends or, you know, somebody come over, it was like, all right, need the whole family's help. We got to get all this stuff yeah. you know, yeah. unboxed. Just throw a tablecloth over the box. Seriously. It was ridiculous. I mean, people knew people who knew us knew what the business was about and then we ran it out of the house, but it got, it, it was time. It was time right. for us to move and to regroup and reclaim our, Home. Yes. So we um, we are renting out a place now, a building of our very own. We share it with my dad and brother yeah. um, and their business, Positive Athlete, um, and they work alongside with us. And Which is really nice that we get to see them. Yeah, it's, it's really yeah. great. They, um, well, not they, that I don't see my husband every day. I do, but I mean, <laughs> I get to see my son. Extra. <laughs> they are really good at keeping us grounded. We will put yeah. like... Um, all of our designs up on the wall. We'll tape them to the wall so we can just like a mood board almost. Yeah. And so last July we were putting up all of our Christmas 
designs up on like the wall all over the wall all over the wall there's like string and ribbon and everything and, and my brother walks in the room and says are y'all trying to solve a murder in here or something <laughs> it did it totally looks like it so oh, um, so we have a good time gosh. here we do a lot of laughing um on fridays we occasionally do have a cocktail yeah. um i love that and yes. then uh so so new workspace and we then the pandemic hit basically yeah. um yeah and we had just signed a two-year lease and we were scared out of our minds yeah. but uh-huh. um we didn't know how people would react but thankfully by the grace of god um we are surviving we're mm-hmm. thankful to be online that we didn't have a brick and mortar yeah. um store because a lot of stores were hit um last year and yeah. and thankfully god had us throughout this whole thing and we had to learn and we had to adapt and and here we are today yeah Oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> so you started with paper products that you guys were yes. making and designing. Yes. And now you still have paper products and you also have some um, right. like home decor and yes. tabletop pieces that you're, right. you're buying wholesale and selling essentially, correct? Exactly. So yeah, we try to okay. basically, I mean, we love the stationery. It's our, or the paper products themselves are like the the base of our business, mm-hmm. but because we were doing, because the orders were increasing so much, we really felt like we needed to add something else to our line to, we keep calling it taking the heat off the kitchen, something that we could basically, you know, put some vinyl on it. So it's still personal, a personalized product, but something that we didn't have to put, you know, hours into, you know, yeah. really making like, cause we do all of the printing right. and cutting and scoring and boxing up all of the stationery and everything. So we just needed some other products that we could basically, you know, do a little something to put some vinyl on it and put it in a package and send it out. So when we Got did it. that, it definitely expanded our business, which was great. Um, it just gave us a little bit more because people were buying those products as well. So it just gave us a little less time working on stationary or paper products. Well, and as we began to add more products, our customers began to trust the items that we were picking out. So it wasn't like an overnight, we just added all of this home decor. We slowly added napkins, let's say, and we built a rapport with those. And then we brought in cash pose. And so our customer began to see the quality that we were picking out um, and began to trust that we would pick out not only beautiful items, but good quality items at a reasonable price. So as soon as we were able to add a few more items, we had some equity with our customers so that when we do bring in a new product today, it's, you know, they trust, okay, these girls know what they're doing. You know, we trust them. So we hope they trust trust it. It it seems like they do based on when we listed. Yeah, definitely. um, I mean, I'm, like I said, I've been one of your customers for a few years now. And even when you guys just posted those little, little white bunnies. Um, yes. I was like, oh, I need two of these. <laughs> and I, right. I grabbed them because um, they're just so cute. And Thank you. Of course. So I guess how would you describe your business as it is today to someone who hasn't heard of it yet? Like one, one or two sentence, like sum up how you would describe your business today. Okay. Well, it's actually funny you would say that because in the beginning when we started our business, our husbands really didn't know how to describe our business to other people. (laughs) So they would say they do crafts, which made it seem like we were sitting like with glitter and pipe cleaners, you know, like just... You know, I like, think your dad still says that today. Like, yeah, they do, they do crafts. I mean, it was a big joke in our house. Like, they do crafts. That's what they do. Yeah. 
No. Okay. So, seriously. So well, seriously, how do you, just, okay, how do you describe okay. our business? Um, I was kidding. Our okay. tagline for our company is inspired, entertaining, and artful living. Um, so I think that kind of encompasses everything from, you know, the entertaining part, you know, you can be a hostess, you can be setting a table, you can be giving a gift, artful living, that's anything from, you know, your home decor to the stationery you write, um, and everything in between. Yeah, I think that's perfect. No, that's the perfect Mm -hmm. description. So now what have been your greatest challenges? I know we kind of touched on, I'm sure COVID was kind mm-hmm. of scary when yeah. that happened, but what would you say has been your greatest challenge as a business owner or as a creative? Oh gosh. Um, well, I mean, we've really grown in the last five years. It's been just the two of us. So I think that we struggle. I mean, we definitely struggle at Christmas time debating whether or not we should bring somebody else on to help us. And we have, we've like, you know, I've had friends that I've issued, I've dropped off stuff at their house to try to work on and give to us overnight. Um, But it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to let somebody else in because you would think that in terms of the paper products, you would think that, you know, cutting some stuff is an easy thing, but you would really be surprised or people gluing things. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. There's a, there's somewhat of a talent to it. So, I mean, it's like, it's embarrassing. We have to be like, yeah, okay. You didn't glue that right. So we're going <laughs> to take that job away and from that's you. that's why nobody in our family does. Anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, nobody else touches that stuff. But um, you know, it's, so it's been that, I think that's a continual um, discussion that we have is, will we be hiring somebody? Mm-hmm. Um, it, a lot of it too, I think, is streamlining what we do, trying to okay. work more efficiently. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, internally. Um, yes, internal. Definitely. Um, what can we do? I mean, we're always thinking of our customer. What can we do? How do we ship things that are going to be more economical for our customer and faster? Because um, okay. there's a bunch of different, you know, ways that you can send people their packages. Um, you know. The, we really debated over renting our own space, but we felt like it was time. We wanted people to think of us as a legitimate business. So, you know, we decided to move out. But then with that comes the challenge of you now have all this overhead. You know, you're paying for rent. You're paying the um, the web, you know, whatever the fees are to have your website and stuff. So all of that, you know, we have to take into consideration because that's coming out of our pocket. But mm-hmm. And then outsourcing, um, outsourcing stuff that we just physically can't do anymore um, because it is just two of us, but we, so far we like it that way. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, and if we did hire anybody, it's gotta be somebody again, who wants to come into an office that has four dogs and I mean, we eat lunch together as a family. So you got to be, if someone's going to have to come in yeah, and listen to all of our, yeah, listen to our bachelorette on Tuesdays. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, it's just, I mean, I think the challenges have just been general growth. Like how do you handle the growth? Um, when do we invest the money? You know, how much money do you invest into either new products or, you know, more technology stuff? And is it going to be? viable? Is, it, is there right. going to be a return on your profit? So okay. um, I would say though, one of the challenges that we go through is when we go through the design process, um, we're so proud of the work that we come up with. You know, most we don't, of the we, time. <laughs> we, don't, we don't put it out there unless we're like, okay, this is cool. This is going to sell. I am proud yeah. of this work. Right. Or and, I want it in my house. Like correct. I would use this. Right. Absolutely. Right. Uh-huh. That's, a, that's a kind of a, a a, a measuring tool, a measuring tool yeah. for us when we go buy something. Would we put this in our house? 
Um, if it, if doesn't, it doesn't sell, sell, are you ready to have 24 of them in your home? Right. <laughs> that kind of thing. Or um, give them as gifts. So I would say, you know, us going through the, the design process, having work that we're proud of, and then a couple of weeks later, a season later, we see it in someone else's shop um, or a similar item. And that's, it's a, that would be a difficult, um, and sometimes you just kind of have to swallow it and be like, all right, copying is the greatest yeah. form of flattery. Right. Um, but it, it's hard not to let that um, deflate you in when you work so hard on some things. So it is challenging. It's, it's yeah. when you are putting your heart and soul into, you know, this is my baby. I don't have Try kids. <laughs> this is my baby. So right. we're, we're so proud of the work we do. Very no, strong. that makes complete sense. And I feel like a lot of my clients that I work with, they you know, have the same issue of copycats and, you know, dealing with all of that. Um, But speaking of, I guess, designing, what's your design process like or your buying process too in that matter? Like how far in advance are you thinking of new designs? Right, right. Inspiration. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, I would say we generally are working as probably most retailers are. We're working about six months out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in the summertime, you're working on Christmas stuff. So once Christmas rolls around, you're like, okay, I don't even want to decorate for Christmas because because you've been doing Christmas for six months. Um, But I mean, but basically I would say it's, it works two ways with us. Um, We definitely, you get a you know, an idea that of something you want to design and we grab our, you know, our inspiration from nature, um, textiles, fashion, you know, there's definitely trends that are out there that you're like, oh, okay, I see that this is, um, this is going to be a thing for spring, whatever. So maybe we need to do something that's sort of, you know, on this line, but, um, so you get, we'll get the idea. We start, designing probably the stationary first stationary or notepad would come first. And then from that, it ends up being tags, you know, and then all till we have our, our set, you know, like of stationary tags, a calendar, notepad, that sort of thing. And then when we go down to market, it's like, what can we purchase that will coordinate with that, that will accompany it? Cause we really do try to sell a collection, you know, like each thing we want to be able to fit somewhere, in a, in a grouping with us. We want to be able to sell a whole set of things or a whole look, if you will. Right. We don't so, want it to just be a, a one-off thing. Although there is a time and place for a, a one-off item where we just have to have it and nothing else yes, coordinates yes, with it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But generally we try to do, we either come up with a design and then see what we can purchase that's going to coordinate with it to give it a full you know, look, or there's been times when we found things down, you know, when we're at market and it's been like, oh, this is so great. We really do love this. Let's try to design some pieces that will coordinate with it. Um, But we really do try to have the stationary products that flow through, you know, like platters, trays, that sort of thing. And, you know, and then have those accompanying pieces as well. So definitely Mm -hmm. trying to sell a look collection. Yeah. Or a collection. That makes complete sense. So, um, so what is each of your favorite piece on the site right now? Then, would you say mm. anything we're currently designing? <laughs> like JP had yeah. said, you know, we're working six months out, so we loved yeah. all of our Christmas collections back in July, and then when Christmas rolled around, we were so sick of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We say that, but we love them so much. But right. when Christmas rolls around, it's more like a cut and paste mm-hmm. situation instead of designing new. Um, so once Christmas 
typically is past, we're so looking forward to designing spring, bright, fun, yes. color, spring, summer, um, summer, yeah. you know, we're just eager to get to something new. Um, okay. Just got a huge shipment of blue and white pieces, which we are suckers oh. for. Yes. Yes. Anything ginger jar related. Um, it's all sitting out there. We haven't unpacked it yet. <laughs> I, I bring them home and put them in my bookshelf. And my husband's like, oh, good. We we needed another one of those. <laughs> Perfect. We were Wait, missing I loved when you did the video. I guess it was over the summer. I don't know how long ago it was. Asking your husband's like what these different oh, to define yes. items. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was hilarious. <laughs> they're so funny. They, they're so eager. They're like, I mean, did you need us to do anything again? Like, yeah. do, do we need to be? Have, do we need to? We need to do another on one. Have people been asking about yeah. us? <laughs> you I'm can tell them on. I am. <laughs> okay. Oh, they will. They will definitely love to hear that. I'm They're telling right. you. I mean, my dad before I walked in here was like, "Good luck on your podcast. You've always had a face for podcasts." <laughs> That's so mean. So that describes our relationship as a family. Yeah, yeah that's so yes, fun. I think, I think we will have more. So we'll try to do something with the Soho co-husbands one yeah. of these days. Yeah, you they, have to. That It was so funny. And then I asked Will the same questions. He's pretty good. I've trained him very well. He's right. gone to many antique shops and all of that. But some of them, yeah, he got slipped up on too. <laughs> that's good though. It's good when they develop an eye too. And they're like, oh, I know my life, my wife would like this. You right? know? Yes. We were watching The Crown and Cole was like, do you see all those um, ginger jars in the background? <laughs> I do see those ginger oh, jars nice in the job. background. Yeah. yeah. So funny. Oh, that is hilarious. Um, okay. So what are some of your greatest success moments? Like what's something you're really excited about or really proud of that you've done? Uh, what's each of yours? One, one of your um, picks. Okay. This is JP. My, I think our greatest success moment together was Ashlyn's wedding. Oh yeah. Yeah. Aww. We did. Uh, yeah. What it a great was, day. <laughs> um, what was it? It was almost three years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we did everything. We did the save the dates. We did the wedding invitations. And let me tell you, these wedding invitations took hours upon hours they were so to do heavy. they were so I, it was yeah it looked like we were inviting royalty and it was like no nope, just coming <laughs> over to the country club just a little little soiree here but we did the table numbers we built this um patricia we lit i was in my wedding dress yes and i was putting centerpieces on the table yeah, like this was, oh my god that, that sounds stressful oh that my gosh sound it fun. Was. <laughs> no it was we had i mean it was we did the table we did we did all the flowers everything it was um i mean it was the beautiful hostess boxes yes all, all the hostess boxes it was it was like a just the compilation it was our super bowl it was, it was our super bowl it was exactly yes. our super bowl it was the compilation of everything that we did and everything that we loved doing and it was for ashland so it was that was up to yeah. this time i would say that's that was until a, it's great too because when you're working with a client you have to go with their taste true. so uh -huh. this was the first project that we had both worked on that it was, it was completely our taste, our taste. and it true. wasn't like oh are you sure you don't Want it to be this yeah, instead, right, you know? It, right. Yeah. So um, that's that was like that's a great choice. Yeah, it was. I it was. loved that day too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I would say though our um, success moments. It's really, really, really a pinch me moment when we are featured in any kind of media, um, okay, yeah. like a, a magazine or on a blog, like or a podcast like this. Like this is so cool. You it know, it's cool. it's really cool when it's humbling. It is. It's it absolutely is. Um, and then when we are. We've been recognized a few times in person, and that oh, yeah. is that is such a wild. We're like oh, us, oh, okay, you know, 
Yeah. Like they'll follow, they'll follow us on Instagram or something. But it's like, a, I recognize you. It's a like, really oh cool experience oh when you have, you know, your mother-in-law or someone say, oh, I was talking to someone at the nail salon and they told me about this business and guess whose business it was? It was yours. And yeah. you're like, oh, no way. Like yeah. all the way, you know, state's over. That's so cool. Um, so that's always, I mean, yeah, that's, it, it's a really great feeling being able to do what you love. Yeah. And not many yeah. people get to say that. And so I would say just it's having not our, work. It's it isn't. It is I mean it's we put a lot it of is work, work into it. it. <laughs> it's not a job. But it doesn't well, feel like it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Not at all. Well, if you don't feel that way, I'll dock your pay. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's too funny. Okay, so we kind of talked about this a little bit, but what's something that you thought would be such a good seller and then it was not. And then what's something also that's been your bestseller? So remember when we talked about, you know, the products have to complement your right, assortment right. for the collection. And if not, like, are you willing to have 10 of these at your house? So what's Absolutely. something that flopped and something that, you know, exceeded expectations? So last year we ordered um, these pink Page Gemmel bunny trays. The artwork was by Page Gemmel and there are these bamboo yep. trays. And we or we were very conservative with our numbers. Like when I say conservative, I mean very like we ordered four pieces. Right. Which okay. is a, know if a they would very, sell. we didn't know if they would sell. It was a very eclectic, I would say, type style. We weren't sure exactly if it would be our customer or not. Right. We uh-huh. have sold over four dozen of them yeah. in the last two <laughs> oh weeks. Oh my gosh. So that was a that was one of our best sellers, which we, you know, there's sometimes that we put something out there and it people go nuts for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to worry about the price, the, you know, like if it's too much or, you know, there needs to be a sweet spot there. So that was yeah. one of our that's been one of our best sellers this spring. And then um our worst at I would say though it's it's a hard thing when our manufacturers have delays because we okay. will, um, yeah. like if we get, we're in the springtime and they ship us something that was supposed to arrive back in the fall. Well, I can't sell yeah. spooky Halloween anything yes. in the springtime. Right, right. Um, so we end up holding on to that for a while, okay. um, which is, it, I would say bummer. it's not a bad seller. It's just that it's not at the right, right. time. But Got we certainly it. have had products that the first time we post it, it doesn't, people don't go gaga for it. And, and we're so like, why? We're it's like, so are you great. kidding? This is this yeah. is the best. And then we restyle it, put it out there, and sell out immediately. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's a it's it's all about repicturing something. So we will go mm-hmm. back in the in our storage room and say, okay, what do we have a lot of in here? What do we need to get rid of? How can we style this? Get and, rid of that in a nice way, Shami. Yeah. How can, yes. we sell? yeah. How can we push? Because there's a there is a timeline that you have to work with. How long am I going to allow this product to sit on my shelf? Right. right before right. I discount it. Majority of the products that we get in, like any time we get in a brand new product, we put it out there and it typically will sell out within 48 hours. And it's not because we're ordering small quantities of things. We're ordering, you know, now we're, yeah, like, we're now ordering like four dozen to, yeah. you know, yeah. 60 units of items. And our customers are incredible. They decide yeah. that they need 12 of something. Right, yes. right. And you're like, I didn't know that anybody would need 12 um, large ceramic bowls, but I guess, right. I guess you're putting one at every, that's a lot of soup. Right. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> Very um, true. So it's, it, that, that part's a little bit unpredictable, but I don't, we haven't had anything that has truly flopped. Like we said, we want to buy everything with the idea in mind that if it doesn't sell, it's going in our homes. Right. Yeah. So we, we've kind of trust that, trusted that, taste of ours. And we've said, okay, this is cute. It's whimsical. It's a little out there, not what we would Mm -hmm. buy. And we've turned stuff away um, just because we haven't, you know, either it doesn't 
go with what we're doing. It doesn't uphold the quality that we're looking for, right, right. or if it, it's just out of the price range of our customer. Right. And that's yeah, a, that's it. a, you have to always, I mean, even though we might lend, love something, we always need to keep the customer at the forefront, right. you know, at our, they're first in my, in our mind. Right. Will they buy it? Is it too expensive? You know, will they give it as a gift? That's our customer mm-hmm. is our main focus in right. that. So that makes sense. Yeah. All right. So now I have a few quick answer questions. Okay. So sort of like first thing to come to your mind. She's like, like stop talking right. so long. No, no. First thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Um, okay. First one. What does preppy mean to you? Since this is the preppy podcast, I always ask that. How would you each describe preppy? JP, uh, JP you need okay. to answer this. You're the preppy Classic. One. Timeless. Uh, tartans and plaid, pinstripes, popped uh, collars, popped collars, piping, piping. Gingham. That's good. Um, I love that. Crisp, colorful. Mm-hmm. Is that fast? Pink and green, Colombian that, navy. That's yeah. perfect. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Kentucky Derby. Yes, Kentucky Derby. Yes. That's a good one. That is okay. a good one. Okay. okay, so who do you wish would shop on your site? Like a royal or a celebrity or a blogger? Like who do you wish um, would be one of your customers? Okay, so as much as I'd be honored, or we'd be honored if a celebrity shopped with us or represented our brand, a celebrity really isn't who we created the brand for. Um, mm-hmm. Our customer is more like a mom of three who has all of her children home from college and is setting a nice table and cooking you know, their favorite meal and sitting all together around the table, or she sends a gift just because, or a thinking of you letter, or she doesn't have the perfect home. She's, you know, doesn't have the Mary. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't have the most expensive food and beverage. Um, she just makes her guests feel welcome and, um, expresses that Southern hospitality. I mean, I'm sorry. We, as much as we'd love to have a celebrity, I just don't think well, not that, that we wouldn't be like completely honored. We would if somebody be so would. honored. <laughs> yeah. But I just think that that's not, I mean, our, our customer is the everyday Southern hospitable woman. Yeah. I would that agree. That makes sense. I would agree. For okay. sure. What um, is your favorite holiday to decorate for each of you? Um. I don't know if I decorate for holidays so much as I decorate for seasons. That's true. Okay. Um, I would say, I mean, Christmas, obviously, but I will do more fall thing or like winter things outside, like cut okay. magnolia leaves and evergreen and put those outside in front of my door. And I put that stuff, all, leaves all through my house and, you know, in vases and stuff like that. Um, red, white, and blue for the summertime, you know, I'll do our monogram pillows are always outside on my um, patio and our flag pillows and stuff like that. So I will continue that from Memorial day through labor day, really, you know, be honest, it stays up until occasionally you decide that you're going <laughs> to until you decide that Christmas is here and maybe you should no, I default too, but I, I really do try to decorate more for seasons, not a specific holiday. Okay. Also who has time? I mean, I don't have time I do. to do I that. I have time for that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I think I, if it's a patriotic holiday, my house is decked out in all things red, white, and blue. That's true. I love okay. red, white, and blue. Also, you went to Ole Miss, so you have a lot it's of red, It's true. Actually, uh, when I went okay. to Ole Miss, I had all of this red, white, and blue, um, like this whole wardrobe that was red, white, and blue. And yeah. I was like, man, I really wish there was a holiday for that had red, white, and blue. My mom's like, you dingus. Yeah. There are about eight <laughs> different patriotic holidays. Are you kidding? Fourth of July, Memorial Day, Labor Day, any President's other flag day. day. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, people. It was, it was not my moment. greatest moment. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't thinking, so. Uh, that is too funny. Um, okay, what's one piece from your shop that you think everyone needs? 
stationary. Yep. I would definitely say stationary. stationary because you can, first of all, you can just give the stationary as a gift, but I was definitely raised. Um, my mother very much instilled in me etiquette and social yep. graces and that you were supposed to write a thank you note if somebody had you over or gave my you a gift. My mom did not teach me any of that. She's, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> Hush. Um, so I would definitely stationary. Uh, thank you note or just a note to tell somebody you love them or you're thinking of them. That just goes. Absolutely. Yeah, when was the last time you got a, a letter in the mail? I mean, that's when you receive that, it is so special. Just out of the blue. Yeah, out of the yeah. blue for no yeah. reason. Just someone thinking about you, that makes your day yeah, completely. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in snail mail too. I actually just mailed all of my friends some Galentine's Day cards. Yes. Yeah. But I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's, a, it's a nice, loving, happy thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of, you know, little tips, what's one – Southern tip on hospitality then that each of you could share. Um, if I ever, if I'm throwing a party, I try to make in my guest list, I definitely try to make sure whomever I'm inviting has some similarity or something in common with like two other people. So okay. that when they come in, I can say, oh, it's so great to see you. You know, let me introduce you to so-and-so where they have something in common. There's, I have mm-hmm. been to parties before where I was the, oh, like if I've gone to an event with my husband, um, like a business event, and I know nobody and I don't have anything in common with them, common with them it's very awkward. Yeah. So I really do like to try to invite people who have some commality, you know, besides just your, you know, right. your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't That's know what I, I would say inviting your friends over early if you're hosting a party um, so that you can have a pre glass of wine together. Yeah. Um, oh. and you can kind of relax before the party starts. And if you're running behind or things aren't going the right way, you can always put your closest friends to work True. without feeling bad about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I know that I hosted a 30th birthday for my husband a couple of years ago and JP helped, she came over yeah. before and helped me set everything up. And it was like, I need you to do this, this, and this. And it just wasn't, I didn't feel bad about, about, about bossing me yeah, around. About bossing me around. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's a great idea. I love those tips. Um, so what's each of your go-to drink order? Red, red wine. wine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. You owe me a what red kind wine. of red wine? Are you um, Pinot Noir? Like, what are we talking about? Uh, definitely love Pinot Noir. We have a favorite um, bottle of red. It's called, it's a red blend. Yeah. It's called Cooper and Thief. And it's it delicious. is a barrel, a bourbon barrel aged wine that we, it is the nectar that, <laughs> the nectar, the of, the nectar of the gods. It's the best juice you'll ever have. Yeah. And we ooh. love to have that. Yeah. Red um, wine with yeah. cheese. Definitely well, have to have cheese. And rosemary yes. crackers. Rosemary crackers mm-hmm. are great. Maybe some pro- mm-hmm. smoked prosciutto. Is it too early for a glass of wine right now? Yes, it is. I Right. <laughs> I'm getting thirsty and hungry talking about mimosas. Mimosas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's too early for wine, um, Julie. Red wine, but you know it depends on the season too because yeah. it's summertime. A good margarita. Oh yeah. Mm. We started making um, simple syrups during quarantine, yeah. oh. and it changes. I mean, we've made ginger simple syrup, rosemary, rosemary. simple syrup, oh. lemon. I mean, it yeah, you should cocktail. do it. I mean, people are getting yeah. so impressed when you make these fancy cocktails, and all you're doing is changing the. You know, simple simple yeah, yeah. Maybe this weekend I'll try that. Yes, you will love it. You will love it. Mm. Okay. Anything exciting coming up that you can share, like a sneak peek or, you know, if you have a collaboration or what your next collection might include or something like that? 
Um, we have a few design collaborations coming up this spring that we're excited about. Um, we, I think we're supposed to be featured in a magazine, which is kind of exciting. Ooh. We haven't, haven't seen it yet. Um, okay. so don't, you know, don't want to say, yeah, we're for sure doing it, but that, you know, would be very exciting if it pans out. Um, what are we working on now? I don't even know. We just, um, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> Mind blank. Hopefully um, we'll be out of the pandemic soon. Yes, that would be so nice. So we yes. can host pop-up shops, yes, um, tent yes. sales. Um, just, I mean, our bit, we don't have a, it's not a brick and mortar or anything like that. We just have a warehouse. So if we were to host like a parking lot party. Yes. Um, we talked about, yeah. we really talked about doing that when we got this place. We're like, okay, this is going to be perfect. We can have yeah. people come pick up their merchandise. We can have like little pop-up shops here. And it, you know, when we. Yeah. Local pickup. Local pickup would be good. Thing. Yeah. But um, yeah. we would love for people to be able to come in and, you know, meet us. see us. Yeah, meet us. We love the customer the dogs. Con- yeah. We love the customer <laughs> contact. But um, since we've had the pandemic, that none of that has happened this past year. So, well, so that's exciting, all exciting, exciting things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Like so my last my last question is where can people find you? Can you let everyone know your social media handles, your website address, any yes. of that sort of stuff? I built this beautiful website. <laughs> I went to the dark web. Um, find us at www.southernhospitalitycompany.com. And we are primarily known on Instagram at Southern Hospitality Co., which is the same handle that you can find us on Facebook and Pinterest. And um, maybe we should get a Twitter account. And maybe oh, we do. We can just, we can say a random Tweet thought. People stuff? would appreciate no. that. No, they, they really would. Okay. Well, I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been so much fun. So thank you ladies so much. No, thank you thank so much, you. Patricia. It's been our honor. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast and follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. 